Welcome back to another episode of Kentucky History and Haunts. I'm Jesse Bartholomew, and today I'm going to tell you about the life of another badass Kentucky woman. Willa Beatrice Brown was born in Glasgow on January 22, 1906. Her mother was Native American and her father was Black, and during her childhood, they decided it would be best to move to Indiana so that Willa could attend integrated schools. She did really well at Wiley High School in Terre Haute and ended up going to Indiana State Teachers College, which is now part of Indiana State University. And she graduated at 21 years old with a business degree and took a teaching job at Roosevelt High School in Gary, Indiana. That's where she met her first husband, a firefighter named Wilbur Hardaway, but they divorced after just two years. She had a job as a social worker for the Works Projects Administration, and that's when she decided to move to Chicago to get her master's in business administration from Northwestern. And it was during her time in Chicago that Brown became inspired by Bessie Queen Bess Coleman. Coleman had been turned down by multiple American flying schools and had to go all the way to France to get her pilot's license and become the first African-American woman to earn a pilot's license. Flying schools were still segregated, so Brown was limited in her options, but she was able to get lessons from John Robinson and Cornelius Coffey at Harlem Field. There's a great article about Coffee and Robinson at airspacemag.com called The Other Harlem by Giles Lambertson. If you wanna know more about this airfield and these guys, it's very interesting. And I'll read you an excerpt from that article. Quote, in the history of black aviation, it is Bessie Coleman, the first black woman to earn a pilot's license, who's usually remembered as the one who opened the skies to African-American aviators. Less well-known is Cornelius Coffey, who, with much the same vision and fighting the same obstructions, changed a corn patch in South Chicago into an airport that housed the nation's first large group of young, talented, and Black aviators. The whole article really is very interesting. I recommend putting it on your to-read list. Now, after Coffey and Robinson threatened to sue the Curtis Wright Aeronautical University, it became integrated, and so Brown was able to take classes there. And in 1935, she earned a master mechanic certificate, and three years after that, her pilot's license, making her the first African-American woman to actually obtain her license in the United States without having to go elsewhere. Uh, she also bought her own airplane sometime between 1939 and 1940. She went on to marry Cornelius Coffey, and together they opened the Coffey School of Aeronautics in a Chicago suburb to encourage African Americans to participate in aeronautics. The school was the first Black-owned private flight training academy in the United States, according to the National World War II Museum's article, Lieutenant Willa Brown, Aviatrix, Maker of Pilots. Brown was the school's director in 1940 to 1941, and she instructed students for years there, and she also managed Brown's luncheonette on site. She became national secretary and president of the National Airmen's Association of America, Chicago branch, of which she was a founding member. 
She flew to various colleges and spoke on radio shows trying to get Black people interested in flying. Part of the mission of the NAAA was getting more Black people involved in aeronautics, specifically in the armed forces, and this was amplified at the onset of World War II. Willa Brown lobbied for the desegregation of the military while working to disprove a 1925 Army War College study, which had apparently found African Americans, quote, unfit to fly. And after a while, their school became part of the Civilian Pilot Training Program, or CPTP, which was a government-funded program that later became the War Training Service Program. This helped create a path for Black people to join the military, although it would be on a separate but equal basis. The military wasn't officially integrated until President Truman's Executive Order 9981 in July of 1948. It's kind of neat. There are still some copies you can see on the internet of the letters that Willa Brown wrote to representatives in D.C. encouraging desegregation. Her efforts helped lead to the creation of the Tuskegee Institute in Alabama and the famed Tuskegee Airmen. Brown would become responsible for the training of more than 200 Tuskegee instructors and airmen. This alone could be its own episode if it happened in Kentucky. It's very interesting. I recommend the article on history.com titled Tuskegee Airmen. So for now, here's just a short excerpt from that article. Quote, Trained at the Tuskegee Army Airfield in Alabama, they flew more than 15,000 individual sorties in Europe and North Africa during World War II. Their impressive performance earned them more than 150 distinguished flying crosses and helped encourage the eventual integration of the U.S. Armed Forces. Now, after that, Brown also became the first African-American officer for the Civil Air Patrol. There's a podcast called Stuff You Should Know. I'm obsessed with it. They had a really good episode on the Civil Air Patrol, so if you want to learn more about that, you should check that out. But she was a lieutenant of that branch, which was vital for things like Border Patrol and anti-submarine missions. There's a great photo I'll post on social media of Willa being sworn in with all the guys. I just love it. And she was also later appointed War Training Service Coordinator for the Civil Aeronautics Authority. And I'll link in the show notes to an article about that organization and the Civil Aeronautics Act of 1938. It's all, it's very interesting. And I guess she somehow had some free time because she was also able to get her mechanics license. So that was another first, first American woman to have both a mechanics and commercial pilot's license. Brown and Coffey got divorced after World War II came to an end, and they decided to close the Coffey School of Aeronautics. She wanted to continue the fight for equality, though, and she ran for Congress in Illinois' first district in 1946 and 1950, making her the first Black woman to run in a congressional primary. She lost both times, but remained vocal about civil rights for the rest of her life. (music) 
Willa Brown got married for the third time in 1955, this time to Reverend J.H. Chapel, and they were together until he passed away in 1991. She taught business and aeronautics in Chicago public schools until her retirement in 1971 when she was 65 years old. Just think about that for a minute, having Willa Brown as your high school teacher. So cool. She also served on the Federal Aviation Administration's Women's Advisory Committee until 1974. And you guessed it, she was the first black woman to serve on that committee too. Willa Brown passed away on July 18, 1992. She was 86 years old and she was buried in Lincoln Cemetery in Chicago, which also happens to be the resting place of her idol, Bessie Coleman. I wanna mention a few things before I finish up here. Willa Brown was cited in 1939 when she was just 33 years old in the 76th congressional record for her achievements in aviation. She was profiled in Time Magazine that very same year, and she was named one of the 100 most influential women in aviation and space in 2002 by Women in Aviation International. She was inducted into the Kentucky Aviation Hall of Fame in 2003, and in 2010, she was awarded the Distinguished Alumni Award by the Indiana State University Alumni Association. There's also a historical marker number 238 in Glasgow for, quote, Willa Brown Chapel, the first African-American woman to earn a pilot's license in the United States. And I'll leave you with one last quote, and this is from one of her colleagues, a founding member of the NAAA named Chauncey Spencer. And he said, quote, Willa was persistent and dedicated. She was the foundation, framework, and builder of people's souls. She did it not for herself, but for all of us. This would have been a very long episode if I had gotten into all the things I wanted to get into. Um, so I will link to the, some articles that I mentioned and some that I didn't mention that I think are very interesting and related to this topic, but I wanted to make sure that it stayed about Willa Brown and how amazing she was. So thank you for listening. And if you have a badass Kentucky woman that you think I need to add to my list, it's already a really long list, but um, I'm always happy to add to it. So you can shoot me an email, kyhistoryhaunts at gmail.com. Thank you all so much for listening. Until next time.